Carnapping is the taking with intent to gain of a motor vehicle belonging to another without the latter's consent or by means of violence against or intimidation of persons or by using force upon things. Before, the taking of a taxi is a crime of qualified theft. But in the case of People versus Levitania, which involved the taking of a Yamaha motorized tricycle, this court held that the unlawful taking of motor vehicles is now covered by the anti-carnapping law and not by the provision on qualified theft or robbery. It accepts from its coverage certain vehicles such as road rollers, trolleys, street sweepers, sprinklers, lawn mowers, amphibian trucks and cranes if not used on public highways. Vehicles which run only on rails and trucks and tractors, trailers and tractor engines of all kinds in use exclusively for agricultural purposes. In carnapping, intent to gain or animus lucrandi is an internal act presumed from the unlawful taking of the motor vehicle. Actual gain is irrelevant as the important consideration is the intent to gain. The term gain is not merely limited to pecuniary benefit but also includes the benefits which in any other sense may be derived or expected from the acts which is performed. Thus, the mere use of the thing which was taken without the owner's consent constitutes gain. Anti-fencing law of 1979 As per the case of Lim vs. People, the elements of uh, fencings are 1. A crime of robbery or theft has been committed. 2. The accused who is not a principal or accomplice in the commission of the crime of robbery or, or theft buys, receives, possesses, keeps, acquires, conceals, sells or disposes, or buys and sells, or in any manner deals in any article, item, object, or anything of value which has been derived from the proceeds of the said crime. Third, the accused knows or should have known that the said article, item, object has been derived from the proceeds of the crime of robbery or theft. And four, there is a, a, on the part of the accused intent to gain for himself or for another. Presumption of fencing. Mere possession of any good article, item, object, object or anything of value which has been the subject of robbery or thievery shall be prima facie evidence of fencing. However, the sale of your second-hand art, uh, articles are allowed for as long as there is clearance or permit after the following required conditions are met. First, that a person, store, establishment, or entity is in the business of buying and selling of any good article, item, object, or anything of value. Second, that such thing of value was obtained from an unlicensed dealer or supplier thereof. And third, that such thing of value is to be offered for sale to the public. In the case of Lim versus People 2016, this case modifies the previous ruling that an accessory of the theft or robbery may be held liable under the anti-fencing law. Bouncing checks law may be violated in two ways. And the first elements are, a person makes or draws and issues any check to apply an account or for value, knows at the time of issue that he does not have sufficient funds, and subsequently dishonored or would have been dishonored had not the drawer, without any valid reason, ordered the bank to stop payment. And the other case elements uh, are the following. A person has sufficient funds when he makes or draws and issues a check, fails to keep such funds or maintain a credit to cover the full amount if presented within 90 days, and subsequently it was dishonored. Exceptions to the presumption of knowledge of insufficient funds. A. Check is presented after 90 days from the date of the check. B. When drawer pays the amount or makes arrangement within 5 banking days after the receiving notice of dishonor. 
and see no proof that notice was received by drawer. Notes In BP 22, the agreement is the issuance of a check. The elements of ISTAPA and BP 22 are distinct. One could be held liable for ISTAPA and violation of BP 22 without double jeopardy. If the drawer stop payment due to a valid reason that is wrong name of payee, then he is not liable. But if he had no valid reasons to do so, violation of BP 22 has been consummated. Written notice of this owner is essential, absence of proof of notice and giving her five days to make necessary arrangement to replenish funds destroys the presumption that she had knowledge of the sufficiency of funds. The burden then shifts to prosecution to prove such knowledge otherwise drawer cannot be liable. Notice of dishonor to corporation is not notice of dishonor to officer who issued the check. Thus, constructive notice to the corporation is not enough to satisfy due process. Penalty is imprisonment of 30 days, uh, uh, 30 day and one year to one year, or fine of not less than but not more than the double the amount of the check, which is no case shall exceed 200,000 uh, uh, pesos or both. Rule of preference in imposing penalties emphasizes discretion over the judge to determine whether a fine suffices the penalty or whether imprisonment is also in order. A drawer who was acquitted or convicted under the revised penal code for Istapa may also be prosecuted under Batas Pabansa 22. According to the court in Rusalim versus People, BP 22 Section 2 creates a presumption of juris tantum that the second element prima facie exists when the first and third elements of the offense are present. If not rebutted, it suffices to sustain a conviction. The agreement of BP 22 is the act of making and issuing a worthless check or one that is dishonored upon its presentment for payment and accused failed to satisfy the amount of the check or make arrangement for its payment within five banking days from notice of dishonor. The act is malum prohibitum, pernicious, and inimical to public welfare. Why uh, to whom the check was issued is irrelevant in determining culpability. The terms and conditions surrounding the issuance of the checks are also irrelevant. Unlike in Istapa, under BP 22, one need not prove that the check was issued in payment of an obligation or that there was damage. The damage done is to the banking system. In Brudet versus People, violation of BP 22 cases is categorized as transitory or continuing crimes. A criminal case for violation, therefore, may be filed in any of the places where any of its elements occurred, in particular the place where the check is drawn, issued, delivered, or dishonored, or where the check was deposited or presented for encasement. In a case of Gosiaco versus Ching, the court enunciated the rule that a corporate officer who issues bouncing corporate check can only be held civilly liable when he is convicted. The crime of Istapa under Article 315, Paragraph 2D is a malum in se. Deceit is an element. If check issued in payment of a pre-existing obligation, there is no violation. The drawer is given three days from receipt of demand letter or notice of dishonor to pay the amount due, and failure to pay within said period is prima facie evidence of deceit. Payment is not a defense. On the other hand, in uh, BP 22, it is malum prohibitum. Deceit is not an element. There is violation regardless of the purpose of uh, issue once, whether or not uh, there is uh, no obligation. The drawer is given five days 
failure to pay within said period is prima facie evidence of knowledge of drawer of insufficiency of funds. Payment is a defense if made before the filing of information. Swindling by syndicate under PD 1689 or the syndicated Estapa. Estapa or its other forms is committed by a syndicate of at least five persons. The prohibition results in the misappropriation of monies contributed by stockholders or members of rural banks, cooperatives, samang nayons or farmers associations or of funds solicited by corporations, associations from general public. Anti-hazing Act of 2018 What constitutes hazing? Its elements. Hazing refers to any act that results in physical or psychological suffering or tends to embarrass, degrade, abuse, or endanger the new fight member or applicant, inflicted on a recruit new fight applicant or member, inflicted as part of an initiation right or practice, made as prerequisite for admission or requirement for continuing membership, involves a fraternity, sorority, or organization likely to adversely affect the physical and psychological health of such recruit new fight applicant or member. This shall also include any activity intentionally made or otherwise by one person alone or acting with others that tends to humiliate or embarrass, degrade, abuse, or endanger by requiring a recruit new fight applicant or member to do mental, silly, or police tasks. The initiation rights refer to ceremonies, practices, rituals, or other acts, whether formal or informal that a person must perform or take part in order to be accepted into fraternity, sorority, organizations as full-pledged member. It includes ceremonies, practices, rituals, and other acts in all stages of membership in fraternity, sorority, or organization. Who are liable for hazing? Those who actually planned or participated in the hissing, if as a consequence of the hissing, death, rape, sodomy, or mutilation results therefrom. Recreation perpetua plus 3 million fine. All persons who actually planned or participated in the conduct of the hissing, all officers of the fraternity sorority organization who are actually present during the hissing, the advisor of a fraternity sorority organization who is present when the acts constituting the hazing were committed and failed to take action to prevent the same from occurring or failed to promptly report the same to the law enforcement authorities if such advisor or advisors uh, can do so without peril to their person or their family. All former officers, non-resident members or alumni of the fraternity sorority organization who are also present during the hazing. Officers or members of a fraternity sorority organization who knowingly cooperated in carrying out the hazing by inducing the victim to be present thereat, and members of the fraternity sorority organization who are present during the hazing when they are intoxicated or under the influence of alcohol or illegal drugs penalty is reclusion perpetual plus 2 million fine. And for all persons who are present in the conduct of the hazing, Reclusion temporal maximum plus 1 million fine. Former officers, non-resident members, alumni of the fraternity sorority organization who after the commission of any of the prohibited acts or proscribed in will perform any act to hide, conceal, or otherwise hamper or obstruct any investigation that will be conducted thereafter. Reclusion temporal plus 1 million fine. Any person who shall intimidate, threaten, force, or employ, or administer any form of vexation against another or another person for the purpose of recruitment in joining or promoting a particular fraternity, sorority, or organization, 
prison correctional minimum and the school if the paternity sorority or organization filed a written application to conduct an initiation which was subsequently approved by the school and hazing occurred during the initiation rites or when no representatives from the school were present during the initiation, 1 million fine. The owner or lessee of the place where hazing is conducted shall be liable as principal and penalized under paragraphs A or B of this section when such owner or lessee has actual knowledge of the hazing conducted therein but failed to take any action to prevent the same from occurring or failed to promptly report the same to the law enforcement authorities if they can do so without peril to their person or their family. If the hazing is held in the home of one of the officers or members of the fraternity, sorority, or organization, the parents shall be held liable as principals and penalized under paragraph A or B hereof. When they have actual knowledge of the hazing conducted therein but fail to take any actions to prevent the same from occurring or fail to complete report the same to the law enforcement authorities, the school authorities, including faculty members as well as barangay, municipal, or city officials, shall be liable as an accomplice and likewise be held administrative accountable for hazing conducted uh, by the fraternities, etc. If it can be shown that the school or barangay, municipal, or city officials allowed or consented to the conduct of hazing, but such officials failed to take any action to prevent the same from occurring and failed to promptly report to the law enforcement authorities. The incumbent officers of the fraternity, sorority, or organization concerned shall be jointly liable with those members who actually participated in the hazing. This section shall apply to the president, manager, director, or other responsible officer of business or corporation engaged in hazing as a requirement for employment in the manner provided uh, herein. The disputable resumption under RA 8049 can be related to the conspiracy in the crime of hazing. The common design of offenders is to haze the victim. Some of the overt acts that could be committed by the offenders would be to plan the hazing activity as a requirement of the victim's initiation to the fraternity, induce the victim to attend the hazing, and actually participate in the infliction of physical injuries. Dangerous or Comprehensive Dangerous Drugs Act of 2002 acts Spanish are Importation of Dangerous Drugs and or Controlled Precursors and Essential Chemicals, Sale, Trade, Administration, Dispensation, Delivery, Distribution, and Transportation, Maintenance of a Dangerous Drug Den, Dive, or Resort, Being Employees or Visitors of a Dangerous Drugs Den, etc., Manufacture of Dangerous Drugs and or Controlled Precursors and Essential Chemicals, Illegal chemical diversion of controlled precursors and essential chemicals, manufacture or delivery of equipment, instrument, apparatus, and other parapenalia uh, related to dangerous drugs, possession of dangerous drugs, possession of equipment, instrument, apparatus, and other parapenalia for dangerous drugs, possession of dangerous drugs during parties, social gatherings, or meetings, possession of equipment, instrument, apparatus, and other parapenalia for uh, dangerous drugs during parties, social gatherings, or meetings, use of dangerous drugs, cultivation or culture of plants classified as dangerous drugs or as a source thereof, failure to maintain and keep original records of transactions on dangerous drugs and or controlled precursors and essential chemicals, unnecessary prescription of dangerous drug and unlawful prescription of dangerous drug. Constitutionality of Drug Testing Secondary and tertiary level students and public-private employees, while mandatory, it is random and suspicionless.
drug testing for officers and employees of public and private offices is justifiable. But there is no valid justification for mandatory drug testing for persons accused of crimes. However, in the case of persons charged with crime before the prosecutor's office, a mandatory drug testing can never be random or suspicionless. For drug testing, in this case, would violate a person's right to privacy guaranteed under Section 2 of Article 3 of the Constitution. Worse, still the accused persons are veritably forced to incriminate themselves. Elements of sale of dangerous drugs 1. Identities of the buyer and seller, the object and the consideration, and 2. The delivery of the thing sold and the payment for it. Elements of possession of dangerous drug, actual or constructive possession, unauthorized by law, free and conscious possession. Chain of custody procedure. 1. Police officer to place his marking on the plastic container containing the suspected substance. 2. Turnover to supervising officer. A trial officer can identify the substance and the procedure be observed until same reaches lab. 3. Sense by courier to the police crime lab for testing. 4. After testing and verifying nature of substance, technician puts his own mark on new container and seal. A trial technician can testify the sealed conditions of container when it was handed to him and the procedure he took to preserve its integrity. If the substance was not sealed, prosecution has to present every police officer, messenger lab, technician, and storage personnel what possession of same and for them to testify that it has not been tampered with. Exception. What is imperative is the preservation of the integrity and the evidential value of the seized items as the same would be utilized in the determination of the guilt or innocence of the accused. And prosecution must recognize and explain the lapse of, or lapses in the prescribed procedure. Seized evidence must be uh, physically inventory, photograph, and be marked. The physical inventory and photograph uh, will be in the presence of the accused or the persons or persons from whom such items were confiscated and or seized or his her representative or counsel by a representative from the media and the Department of Justice and any elected public official who shall be required to sign the copies of the inventory and be given a copy thereof provided that physical inventory and photograph shall be contacted at a place where the search warrant is served or at the nearest police station or at the nearest office of the apprending officer or team, whichever is applicable. And in case of warrantless seizures, further provided that non-compliance with these requirements under justifiable grounds as long as the integrity and the evidentiary value of the seized items are properly preserved by the apprending officer or apprending team shall not render void and invalid such seizures of and custody over said items. To emphasize, the law also mandates that the pargoing be witnessed by specific persons, namely an elected public official and a representative of the National Prosecution Service or the media. In uh, People vs. Nandi, the court explained that four links should be established in the chain of custody of the confiscated item. First, the seizure and marking a practicable of the illegal drug recovered from the accused by the apprending officer. Second, the turnover of the illegal drug seized by the apprending officer to the investigating officer. Third, 
the turnover by the investigating officer of the illegal drug to the forensic chemist for laboratory examination, and port the turnover and submission of the marked illegal drug seized from the forensic chemist to the court. Notes Constructive possession when the drug is under the dominion and control of the accused or he has the right to exercise such dominion or control over the place where it is found. Exclusive possession or control of the place is not necessary. Any person convicted for drug trafficking or pushing cannot avail of provision law. Positive finding for the use of dangerous drugs shall be qualifying aggravating circumstance in the commission of any crime. Attempt or conspiracy penalized by same penalty in number 1, 2, 3, 5, and 13. Criminal liability of public officer or employee for misappropriation, misapplication, or failure to account confiscated seize and or surrendered articles is life to death and 500,000 to 10 million plus absolute perpetual disqualification. Any elective official who benefited from proceeds shall be removed from office and perpetually disqualified from holding position in government. Government officials and employees meted with maximum penalty plus absolute perpetual disqualification. Planting evidence penalty is death. In case of juridical persons, the partner, president, director, manager, trustee, state administrator, or officer who consents and knowingly tolerates shall be co-principal. Unless penalty is death, alien offender is immediately deported after service of sentence. Accessory penalty of disqualification from exercising civil and political rights or suspension of such rights pending appeal. Voluntary submission of drug dependent to confinement, treatment, and rehabilitation. Parents, spouse, guardian who refuse to cooperate may be cited for contempt. Required procedure on the seizure and custody of drugs under Section 21 of uh, said law shall immediately after seizure and confiscation physically inventory and photograph the time and the presence of the accused or his counsel, a representative of media in the DOG, and any elected official who shall sign uh, said inventory and be given a copy of. Chain of custody establishes the identity of the substance from the moment item is seized up to the time it is offered in evidence and there can be no crime of illegal possession of prohibited drugs if na nagging doubts persist on whether the item confiscated is the same specimen examined. Anti-Graph and Corrupt Practices Act Corrupt Practices of Public Officers Notes Private individuals capitalizing or exploiting such relation by directly or indirectly requesting or receiving any gift from the person having transaction with government. Relation with public officer includes familial within third degree or a close personal one that is social, paternal, and employment. Relatives, prohibit relatives within third degree of the poor highest officials from intervening in any business with the government, exceptions already transacting prior to assumption of office, not with discretion of official, official act, or profession. Congressmen, receiving any pecuniary interest from business that benefited from an act be had previously authorized or adopted by Congress in the term. Statement of assets and liabilities. The accuracy of the interest in SAL becomes material in criminal and administrative proceedings for violating Section 7. Prima facie evidence of and dismissal due to unexplained wealth ground for admin suspension pending investigation. Competent court with or within original jurisdiction of Sandigan Bayan. 
RA 10910 which lapsed into law on July 21, 2016 now provides that the prescription period for crimes uh, punished under RA 3019 is 20 years. Termination of office. Not allowed to resign, retire, pending investigation or prosecution for any offense under this act or for bribery. Suspension and loss of benefits. Officer with pending prosecution shall be suspended by RTC. Now sa ang or uh, now by Saligan Bayan. If convicted, shall lose all retirement or gratuity benefit. If acquitted, shall be reinstated with salaries and benefits which he failed to receive while being suspended. If convicted, officer already received such benefits, he shall resti- uh, restitute the same. Maximum of 90 days, dismissal of case uh, to acquittal, exception. Gifts of significant value or as ordinary token of gratitude or friendship according to local customs or usage. Anti-Plunder Act Elements Offender is a public officer committed a series of overt acts by himself or in connivance with relatives and or cronies of which he has amassed a wealth of at least 50 million which are deemed ill-gotten. Court of Proper Jurisdiction in Organo versus Seligan Bayan declared that the Seligan Bayan has no jurisdiction over the crime of plunder unless committed by public officials and employees with salary grade 27 or higher under RA 6758 in relation to their office. As a matter of rule of evidence, there is no need to prove beyond reasonable doubt it's of the alleged act. What is important is to prove a series of patterns that led to the accumulation of at least 50 million in ill-gotten wealth. Then, the court shall declare any and all ill-gotten wealth and their interest in other incomes and assets including the properties and share of stock derived from the deposit or investment thereof forfeited in favor of the state. Plunder prescribes in 20 years. However, the rights of the states to recover properties unlawfully acquired by public officer from them or from their nominees or transferees shall not be barred by prescription, losses, or estoppel. Anti-Torture Act of 2009 Anti-Enforce or Involuntary Disappearance Act of 2012 Elements of Torture Torture refers to an act by which severe pain or suffering, whether physical or mental, is intentionally inflicted on a person for such purpose as a. Obtaining from him or her or a third person information or a confession b. Punishing him or her for an act he or she or a third person has committed or is suspected of having committed or she intimidating or coercing him or her or a third person or d for any reason based on discrimination of any kind. 4. When such pain or suffering is inflicted by or at the instigation of or with the consent or acquiescence of a person in authority or agent of person in authority, it does not include pain or suffering arising only from inherent Uh, in or incidental tolopal uh, sanctions. Acts of torture are either physical torture, uh, mental or psychological torture, and rest. Other cruel, inhuman, and degrading treatment or punishment. Prohibited detention. Applicability of the exclusionary rule, exception, any confession, admission, or statement obtained as a result of torture shall be inadmissible in evidence in any proceeding 
except if the same is used as evidence against a person or persons accused of committing torture. Principally liable is any person who actually participated or induced another in the commission of torture or other cruel, inhuman, and degrading treatment or punishment or who cooperated in the execution of the act of torture or other cruel, inhuman, and degrading treatment or punishment by previous or simultaneous acts. Any superior military police or law enforcement officer or senior government official who issued an order to any lower-ranking personnel to commit torture for whatever purpose shall be held equally liable as principals. The immediate commanding officer of the unit concerned of the AFE or the immediate senior public official of the PNP and other law enforcement agencies shall be held liable as principal to the crime of torture or other cruel or inhuman ingrediting treatment or punishment for any act or omission or negligence committed by him or her that shall have led, assisted, abetted, or allowed, uh, whether directly or indirectly, the commissioner of by his or her subordinates. If she or he has knowledge of it, or owing to the circumstance that the time should have known the acts of torture or other cruel, inhuman, and degrading treatment or punishment shall be committed, is being committed, or has been committed by his or her subordinates or by others within his or her area of responsibility, and despite such knowledge did not take preventive or corrective action either before, during, or immediately after its commission when he or she has the authority to prevent or investigate allegations of torture or other cruel, inhuman, and degrading treatment or punishment, but fail to prevent or investigate allegations of such acts, whether deliberately or due to negligence, shall also be liable as principals. Any public officer or employee shall be liable as accessory if he or he has knowledge that torture or other cruel, inhuman, and degrading treatment or punishment is being committed and uh, without being participated therein, either as principal or accomplice, takes part subsequent to its commission in any of the following manner, by themselves profiting from or assisting the offender to profit from the effects of the act of torture, by concealing, and by harboring, concealing, or assisting in the escape of the principals in the act of torture, or other cruel, inhuman, and grieving treatment or punishment, provided that the accessory acts are done with the abuse of the official's public functions. Knowledge check. He is not liable or uh, can a superior officer escape liability under this law if he was not aware of the torture perpetuated by his subordinates? He is not liable under RS 9745, but he could be liable under uh, international humanitarian law and international, oh, uh, international humanitarian law if he could have prevented it from happening but did not act or if he failed to conduct an investigation, prosecute, or punish the perpetrators. Anti-Wiretapping Act it shall be unlawful for any person not being authorized by all the parties to any private communication or spoken word to tap any wire or cable or by using any other device or arrangement to secretly overhear, intercept, or record such communication or spoken word by using a device commonly known as a dictaphone or dictagraph or dictaphone or walkie-talkie or tape recorder or however otherwise described. It shall also be unlawful for any person 
he be a participant or not in the act or acts penalized in the next preceding sentence to knowingly possess any tape record, wire record, disc record, or any other such record or copies thereof of any communication or spoken word secured either before or after the effective date of this act in the manner prohibited by this law or to replay the same or any other persons or persons or to uh, communicate the contents thereof either verbally or in writing or to furnish transcriptions thereof whether complete or partial to any other person provided that the use of such record or any copies thereof as evidence in any civil criminal investigation or trial of offenses shall not be covered by this prohibition. It's worthy to note that RA 4200 does not cover video recordings. Not all communications are covered by or only uh, private communications. Supreme Court said that holding that the recorded confrontation was public taking into account that the confrontation happened in a public place, it took place in the presence of many other people. So uh, this is considered as valid. Inadmissibility of any recording in violation of the act only refers against the person who did not consent to the recording or whose right has been violated, so that if the recording is presented against the violator, it is admissible. The Supreme Court in a case said that in literal language of the law, any person not being authorized is liable. Cybercrime Prevention Act of 2012 Computer crimes or cybercrimes are crimes that involve a computer and or a network. The computer device or network as target, the computer device or network as a tool. Acts punish. The following acts constitute the offense of cybercrime punishable under this act. Offenses against the confidentiality, integrity, and availability of computer data and systems. Computer-related offenses. Content-related offenses, offenses against computer data and systems, illegal access, illegal interception, data interference, system interference, misuse of device, cyber squatting, computer-related offenses, computer-related forgery, computer-related fraud, computer-related identity theft. Content-related offenses, cybersex, child pornography, and libel. Liability under other laws, a prosecution under this act shall be without prejudice to any liability for violation of any provision of the revised penal code as amended or special laws. Provisions declared unconstitutional. Void provisions. Section 4, paragraph C. 3 of Republic Act 10175 that penalizes posting of unsolicited commercial communications. Unsolicited advertisements are legitimate forms of expressions. The recipient has the option of not opening or reading these mail ads to prohibit the transmission of unsolicited ads would deny a person the right to read his emails. Commercial speech is a period category of speech which is not accorded the same level of protection as that given to other constitutionally guaranteed forms of expression but is nonetheless entitled to protection. 2. Section 12 that authorizes the collection of recording of traffic data in real time. It threatens the right of individuals to privacy, although it limits the collection of traffic data to those associated with specified communications. This is no limitation at all since uh, 
is the layers that would specify the target communication. The power is virtually limitless, enabling law enforcement authorities to engage in phishing expedition, choosing whatever specified communication you want. Section 19 of the SING Act that authorizes the Department of Justice to restrict or block access to suspected computer data. Section 4 that penalizes online libel as valid and constitutional with respect to the original author of the post but void and unconstitutional with respect to others who simply receive the post and react to it. And Section 5 that, pen uh, that penalizes aiding or abetting and uh, attempt in the commission of cybercrimes as valid and constitutional only in relation to Section 4A, that's one on illegal access section and on illegal interception, on data interference, on system interference, on misuse of devices, on cyber squatting, on computer-related forgery, uh, computer-related fraud, on computer-related identity theft, and on cyber sex, but void and unconstitutional with respect to Section 4 on child pornography, on unsolicited commercial communications, and on online libel. Anti-Photo and Video Biorism Act of 2009 Take photo or video of a sexual act or capture image of private area of a person without consent. Copy or reproduce or sell or distribute or publish or broadcast or cause same such photo or video in means of print, broadcast media or through BCD or DVD, internet, cell phone or other devices. Notes On case of copy or reproduce, sell or distribute or publish or broadcast shall apply notwithstanding consent. Photo or video biorism means the act of taking photo or video coverage of a person or group of persons performing a sexual act or any similar activity or of capturing an image of the private area of a person or persons without the latter's consent under circumstances in which such persons has a reasonable expectation of privacy. No particular form of consent required. It may also be the act of selling, copying, reproducing, broadcasting, sharing, showing, or exhibiting the photo or video coverage or recordings of such sexual act or similar activity through BCD, DVD, internet, cellular phones, and similar means or device without the written consent of the persons involved, notwithstanding that consent to record or take photo or video coverage of same was given by such person. Exemption any peace officer who is authorized by a written order of the court to use the record or any copy as evidence in any civil, criminal investigation or trial of the crime of photo or video urism is not liable. Such written order shall only be issued upon written application and examination under oath of the applicant and his witnesses and upon showing that there are reasonable grounds to believe that photo or video biorism has been committed or is about to be committed and that the evidence to be obtained is essential to the conviction of any person for or to the uh, solution or prevention of such. Anti-Sexual Harassment Act of 1995 Section 3. Work, Education or Training Related Sexual Harassment is committed by an employer-employee, manager, supervisor, agent of the employer, teacher, instructor, professor, coach, trainer, or any other person who, having authority, influence, or moral ascendancy over another in a work or training or education environment, demands, requests, or otherwise requires any sexual favor from the other, regardless of whether the demand, request, or requirement for submission is accepted by the object of said act. A. 
In a work-related or employment environment, sexual harassment is committed when 1. The sexual favor is made as a condition in the hiring or in the employment, re-employment, or continued employment of said individual or in granting said individual favorable compensation terms of conditions, promotions, or privileges, or the refusal to grant the sexual favor result in limiting, segregating, or classifying the employee which in any way would discriminate, deprive, or diminish employment opportunities or otherwise adversely affect said employee. The bag Above acts would, uh, second, the above acts would impair the employee's rights or privileges under existing labor laws. Or third, the above acts would result in an intimidating, hostile, or offensive environment for the employee. B. In an education or training environment, sexual harassment is committed against one who is under the care, custody, or supervision of the offender, against one who edu uh, whose education, training, apprenticeship, or tutorship is entrusted to the offender, when the sexual favor is made a condition to the giving of a passing grade or the granting of honors and scholarship or the payment of a stipend, allowance, or other benefits, privileges, or considerations or when the sexual advances result in an intimidating, hostile, or offensive environment for the student, trainee, or apprenticeship. Any person who directs or induces another to commit any act of sexual harassment as herein defined or who cooperates in the commission thereof by another without which it would not have been committed shall also be held liable under this act.